Hello and welcome to the F1 Does Eurovision show. That's right, it's us all here from the car huddle. We've got Jonathan, we've got Andrew, and a very special guest. It is Darren Turner of YouTube fame. And, uh, I won't say fame, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> I am very welcome. Now, Jonathan is, is, he is live from the A1, um, and Andrew is live from somewhere else in the UK, and Darren is also live from somewhere else in the UK. So we are, <laughs> we're not mentioning it. Hello, 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 I am alien calling from space. <laughs> coming from that sounded uh, like someone then, I can't figure out who it was. <laughs> I don't know. Now, to anyone who's been watching the F1 Grand Prix from Austria, they managed to do a very interesting anthem. Um, it was the, uh, uh, some kind of rock band that were obviously brought around and uh, they were playing in, in quite an incredible manner. And at the end of it, everyone just looked shocked. It looked like something out of The Simpsons. And uh, or it was that bad. But um, now, um, to everyone who's seen it, I managed to show it to, to uh, Darren earlier before we started the show. Um, but Darren, what was your view when you saw that incredible anthem? Uh, I wanted to glue my ears up. <laughs> it, it, it was shocking. It was... And, it was, and I have no words. It was yeah. probably one of the worst things I've ever seen in your life. They probably would have got less points than the UK did in the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> it was so bad, and I'm just thinking, <laughs> what, what kind of gimmick are they going to come up with next? Um, and what's what's going to happen? But it was. I, I looked at Perez because he was. He was obviously all the drivers were almost their mouths were open as they as they kind of looked at this thing, and they're all standing there trying not to laugh. I mean, I mean, I thought one of them was bound to start laughing and just say something completely inappropriate. But to be fair, they didn't. And of course, you had all the ambassadors and the top of F1, and they were saying, you know, they had their masks on, obviously thinking they, I mean, they were probably quite glad they had masks on um, because they were going to say, who on earth organised this? But it, you kind of think, <laughs> what on earth are they going to do next? Um, it was it was appalling. I'm sure there's some grimaces going on behind those masks. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was, honestly, I, I kind of don't, you know, if, 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 if they ever had an Irish Grand Prix, it was the, almost the equivalent of asking Father Ted and Dougal to come along and do my lovely horse as the answer. Because <laughs> it was like, With know, Dougal on base. You know, you know, you know. And it was like, it would be that bad, you know. It was absolutely shocking. Um, thankfully, the race was a bit more interesting. I mean, not, there were a few overtakes that caused a bit of controversy, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad. But um, so, who would be like to be first to talk about what they thought of the race? I'll go for it. I thought it was a great race. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, highlight on for me was Hamilton not winning or coming second or third. <laughs> um, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, I thought Max did a great job as he has done for the last few races. And Lando, what can you say about Lando? He's that was just, brilliant. He is yeah. going to be a new world champion, that lad. It was absolutely yeah. brilliant race. The stewards made two very wrong decisions. Um, but no, I, I totally enjoyed the race. It was, it was good. It was good. Even listening to the commentary on it, even the presenters were like, what are these penalties about? They, just, they didn't know. It was, it, was, it was stupid. Yeah, it was but, pretty harsh. It, it was, but I thoroughly enjoyed the race. It was brilliant. Yeah. 
I mean, Perez coming back, where did he drop down to after this? Was he 11th or 10th or 11th? Where did he finish? Was it 5th? Yeah. He finished 5th, yeah. He did a fantastic drive coming back. He did absolutely brilliant. No. Well, I was saying, there's three oh, he's gone. There's three DRS zones in it as well, isn't it? So if you get behind someone, you, you've got so many chances to catch him. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It, it, was just, it was a brilliant race. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You kind of felt that if Hamilton had been able to get past Lando earlier on, he may have had a chance maybe not to let Max race away so much. I don't know. It would have been yeah, close. I, I think when Hamilton made that little comment about that was great driving by Lando, I think that was a bit tongue-in-cheek because he held him up so much. Aye. I think, aye. I think when he made that comment, I think he was having a dig. But not having a dig, he made it sound like he was complimenting him on his driving. Passive-aggressive. Passive yeah. Passive aggressive. That was yeah. my take on it. I could be completely wrong. Awesome. I'm probably not. <clears throat> I know, that was the thing, wasn't it? How about you, Andrew? What did you think of the race? I think it was a good race. What I, what I heard of it, um, I thought Lando did superbly. Uh, I agree with Darren about Hamilton being uh, passive-aggressive because he's, he's nothing if not a bit of a twat. Uh, when it comes to stuff like this, is it? I mean, it's funny because he's a funny one because sometimes he he can sound like he's being really really fair and then he acts like a complete burke, and that and that's the problem. Is that inconsistency? He only acts like a burke when he's awake. <laughs> I can see how much, I can see how much you love him. Uh, the anthem I've just watched the anthem and all I can say. If it's the one with all the electric guitars and the, the people ba banging drums, is that they're they're crap? Because <laughs> Rush only need three people to do something ten times better than that, including one drummer who's a living octopus. Well, he's dead now, but he was a living octopus. Neil Peart, rest in peace, the god of drumming. Uh, so if they'd have got them on playing Red Barchetta, maybe it would have been a hell of a lot better. Because good, nice <laughs> ten-minute song about racing. Followed by a good race without any time for kneeling down and generally being a bunch of arseholes. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, moving on, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Bumholes. <laughs> Gotta be polite. Don't want to offend any people. Don't so want to offend any of person, kind, not aliens, not monkeys. Or they or them. I don't want to offend they or them either. Don't you swear at me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, it's inclusive, this show, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, I'm as inclusive as anybody. I hate everybody. <laughs> That's totally what I love you too. <laughs> now, Jonathan, if you can hear us, this is your chance to, to enter the podcast. I can hear you. Yes, well, the reception's <laughs> been a little, bit, a little bit dodgy on the A1. So I've heard um, heard little bits of it. Yeah, the anthem. I I watched it on Channel Four. I didn't have Sky, so I I'd recorded it and I was watching it on catch up. And I just heard the first couple of bars and I just fast forwarded it. But having heard you guys <laughs> describe it, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this acoustic rape. It just sounds <laughs> awful. Well, you can oh, watch it on YouTube. Hey. It's on YouTube. It's all right. It's just it's on YouTube. There. I'll, I'll look it up. The race itself was pretty good. Um, Lando did very well. I wasn't sure. I think Hamilton meant it when he said that Lando is such a great driver. But it's almost like he was making an excuse because he couldn't get past. So he's saying, oh, well, if you want. Hamilton making an excuse in a race? No, that's unfair. A great driver would be able to get past. 
Oh, I think Jonathan is on um, a mobile phone. Yeah, I don't quite know what was going on there. In and out a little bit. So hopefully he'll come back in in a wee minute. Oh, going through a tunnel. Must be going through the tunnel. One tunnel. of the millions of tunnels on the A1. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Well, the, the car is on autopilot, driving itself. So um, I, 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 that's how I can do Woo! a podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure that's legal in Venezuela, but uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it would be, except the car doesn't have autopilot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it must be legal because Harry's Garage and all these other TV shows—they all talk to a camera while they're driving along, and that's all that Jonathan's doing. Let's make it clear: he's not holding a phone; he's talking to a stationary camera while he's on the phone. So exactly, there's no no issues here at all. We're just uh, basically no I'm penalty points. No <laughs> stewards inquiry. Michael Massey can sod off. Exactly. Um, what about it's a full call while you're driving? Did you know that? What? It's not illegal to make a video call while you're driving. Is that exactly. right? Yeah, as long as you don't look at the screen. Which, frankly, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are so, shall we say, blonde, that they actually oh, think that oh, not looking okay. where they're going, all right, thick, but not looking where they're going, are we back to the is a really good... Though? Uh, and all of the others. Uh, uh, there, there seems to be a lot of people in Citroen AX GTs with very low suspension and very low hairlines. I've not seen an AX GT for years. No, me neither. <laughs> <coughs> the same kind of thing. <gasps> I'm fast. I drive two foot behind the person in front. And the ones with the seat turned all the way back. All the way back, back yeah. Driving like that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what it is, they think they've lowered the suspension as far as it can go. They think lowering the seat back does the same thing. They're oh. lower, so it must be. Although, to be fair, yeah. I used to do, my dad used to have an Astra three-door um, uh, turbo diesel thing. It was quite a, an SRI turbo. Um, and it was quite a low car anyway. And he used to sit very low in it. But I used to, when I used to drive it, I used to put the, the, the seat as low as it would go. And I could barely see <laughs> over the dashboard. He was like a BTCC driver. He was like Jason Plato. Yeah, yeah, it was it was absolutely on the floor. Um, but that was actually quite a good car. I remember the wheels were almost slick. And I was going up Sutra one day, and it was a big puddle, and the traction control started doing all sorts of funny things. And I thought, I wonder why um, you know it's the traction control was coming on. And uh, and then I realised that my wheels were spinning for about 100 metres <laughs> going through this big puddle, <laughs> and it was like there was a lot. So. And, uh, and when I when I finally got to Edinburgh and I took it to one of these tire places, and they said, "Yeah, your 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 tires are absolutely shot," and uh, so they were pretty much slick. Um, um, but I was quite good with my tires. I can make them last longer than Perez. Um, they kind of they keep going and going until there's virtually nothing left. <laughs> I've got a request, Jonathan. Uh, when we go to Goodwood together to do our special live show, can you check? Oh, when he, when when Hugh gets us the tickets, yeah. When Hugh gets us the tickets and the hotel rooms and all that kind of stuff and several dancing ladies and a bar tab. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> yes. All those things. It's it's a, in, 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 in lieu of payment, you know, un, unpaid work <laughs> from many years. Uh, when that happens, could you check his car over, please? <laughs> Twice. Yes. Well, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh is infamous for having no tyres. He only ever changes his tyres when someone points out that this rubber crazy is completely slick or there's nylon coming through them or basically the car gets crushed oh, by the police. I can imagine the conversation. Oh, darling, I think we need new tyres, isn't it? 
grip on them at all? <laughs> oh, no. One of the stories, still in fact, got air in about a mile away from where <laughs> I am now, was the place where Hugh was, I was in the VW Polo with Hugh, and I said, Hugh, you need to get the exhaust fixed on this car. And it's just more or less where I am now, Dal Keith. And he said, it's fine, I'll get another couple of months out of it. At that point, there was a clunk. The exhaust <laughs> broke off. It, brought, it then got stuck under the car, ruptured the fuel tank. Half the tank emptied out onto the hot exhaust, and there was so much smoke. I thought I thought we were going to go up like Vesuvius. I mean, it was, it was extraordinary. And, yeah. We made it all that we made it home. I, I don't know how. I don't know how because the smell of fumes <laughs> in that car is something else. So, Hugh, I'm getting from this that you're not big on car maintenance, then. No. 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 <laughs> no, the other day he got slated with car maintenance. Oh, no, his car got slated. Sorry, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's we'll the thing. I'm getting, I'm I'm getting on video. I get it. I get it serviced, but that's about it. I don't really clean them. <laughs> Um, my wife gets appalled because when I, when she gets my car afterwards, there's like McDonald's packets and they're uh, half eaten well, <laughs> crust and sandwich packers. In yeah, packers. I, have, I, I have car OCD. It's got to be spotless. Uh, <laughs> the, the inside gets a bit dusty and that because the doors are up from the farm and stuff, so you get a bit crap on the floor. But the outside has to be spotless. Uh, I can't stand the day. It drives me nuts. I, I'm somewhere in between. My ex-wife is Hugh. She would have, she, I should have. There's a let story. Her die. There's breaking news. Yeah, well, she, Hugh is better looking than she is. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, when you Hugh buys joking? a car, he buys one that's been fully serviced. So Hugh buys a fully serviced car, but that means he thinks all the servicing's been done. So he never has yeah, to do fully it. Again. That's what it means, yeah. man. I mean, fully serviced. It's like buying a car that's, that's like buying a car that's painted. You know, you have to, the thing maintenance is, you have to keep doing it here. It doesn't just stop. <laughs> I get them done once a year. Once a year, the Citroen's getting done quite soon as well. And when you have a Dacia Sandero as your other car, it runs on peat anyway, so it doesn't really matter. You just put something in it and it drives along. It's like, you know, it's, it's like... Peat. Did you say peat? Hugh, Hugh, hang on, just, just rewind about 10 seconds. What car did you say you have? I've got a Dacia Sandero diesel. Okay. It's the fastest car in the world. I, I, thought, I thought the years would have gone wrong. <laughs> it's cheap. So, so you're the place in the fourth one. <laughs> well, I managed to find a diesel one, which is very rare. And uh, so it's the uh, thing, but it's quicker than the petrol. That's why I bought it. That, uh, <laughs> and it, it runs on, it runs on fresh air. Fumes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Mine does. My Honda is gone. That's, uh, that's, that's, hey, I, I, can't, so I drive a Peugeot 508. Oh, they're uh, nice though. Is it one of the new ones? No, unfortunately. It, it will be possibly next year. It might be one of the new ones. But at the yeah, moment, it's nice. the Mark 1. Yeah. It's nice not car. Play, but it's absolutely uh, fantastic. Yeah, very, they are, they are good, very refined. And, and they're good on fuel. They're a nice it's car. Really, it's brilliant on fuel. It does just over <laughs> a thousand miles on a full tank. Wow. What? Oh, another car does over a thousand miles. Just over a thousand miles on a full tank. Get about one thousand forty and one thousand sixty. How big a tank is that? Must be I, I just turn it round behind me. It must be about seventy litres then. Uh, it, it, it cost me about eighty-five quid, ninety quid to fill it up. Ah, so it must be about seventy litres. Yeah. yeah. My 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 that's just about fifty odd litres. 
you mean, you can, uh, a push you get about 54 in. I can get about 700 miles on it on a tank if I really um, brim it, which is not bad. And it's only a 54 litre tank. Or officially yeah. 50, but it's obviously got a bit more. I mean, mine doesn't go over 65 mile an hour. And I drive it like Miss Daisy. I never drive a book at 70 mile an hour, ever. All right. I, I, well, it was, I'm just never half done. It, it was. It was funny because I do a commute from Annick to Coldstream and uh, I was speaking to a friend who lives nearby and they said, oh, you can't do Annick to Coldstream in, in, in less than 45 minutes. And I, at that point, <laughs> almost spat my drink because um, I do it normally in about 32. And, it was like, <laughs> and I didn't realise that it was it was 32 miles, basically, um, between uh, Annick and Coldstream, depending on which road you go. Um, and uh, But it's all, it's, it's kind of country roads and then you've got A697. And then obviously you've got a few little um, kind of slower bits as well. But on if you ma you can make up the time, let's just say in other in other places, all legally, of course. Of but, course. Uh, but yeah, so thirty-two miles and thirty-two minutes across. Uh, Beijing banquet, Hugh. Beijing banquet. Oh, I missed that one. Missed that one. That's <laughs> a, such a nice one. You'll have to open up soon. But um, so what's been happening in terms of sim racing? We have got Lady Wonderlast on Thursday. Um, she's uh, she's from California and she's a GT Sport racer, so she's coming on on Thursday. We were going to have the key, but he couldn't make it, unfortunately. But he'll be coming on a little bit later. So the key 25 will be coming on in the next few weeks as well. Um, we've also got um, Gamer Muscle Videos, who is going to come on, and Zucker. Um, I've been in contact with all of them. So we've got some quite big names coming up over the next few weeks as well. Um, so looking forward to that. And this Friday, I'm in round two um, at Imola which is the Wavy World Tour, which is Thea's League. Um, so we're going to be doing a tour race at Imola, and it's going to be three of us driving, Jason and Keith and myself. Um, so that should be fun. And that starts about 8 o'clock on uh, Friday night. Um, but how about you, Dan? What have you been up to in terms of sim racing? I know you had a bit of an incident. Uh, there's a large round-shaped thing missing from here. Uh, so I've not been doing much sim racing because my steering wheel broke. Uh, which is highly upsetting. Uh, it's gone off to Fanatec. Uh, they have emailed me and said that it's unrepairable and they are sending me a new one out. So I'm looking forward to getting that at some point. I don't know how long it'll take. Um, but I only got the email this morning or yesterday. No, this morning. I got the email this morning saying they were sending a new one out. Um, nice. I've been watching people doing the daily races, which they seem to have messed up because race C is shorter than race B this week. Which is quite yeah. bizarre. Um, well, I mean, there's, there's, I'm actually good because I like I like the Group Four race this week. Um, yeah, I was going to practice that a bit later on. I mean, PD have used imagination again and put Group Three at Seaside, uh, yeah. the Dragon Trail. So it's that's nothing new apart from it's the reverse track. But I, I, I'm a bit disappointed actually that I can't race this week because I've been looking forward to. It, but from what the videos I've seen and people streaming. There's been some really good racing, which I'm gutted that I can't be involved in. Yeah, I was in race B earlier today and uh, had some quite good battles, um, some quite crazy driving. Um, I've saved one or two replays. I'm not sure. I might do a video on it as well, but we'll see. Um, but I haven't done I haven't done race C yet. That was the one I was going to do a time for and see what it's like because um, it does seem quite fun. Yeah. And see how it all goes. But I was going to do a kind of BBC style impression for you there and and say, well, you're a victim of sim emotions of sim there would have to be a term in there oh you must have been going through such a terrible time exactly how did it make you feel now that you knew you couldn't use your fanatec wheel <laughs> for more than a few days 
Excuse I, me. I've stood on Excuse several me. motorway bridges contemplating. <laughs> Excuse me. Is this is this an example of what they're calling critical racing theory? You like, yeah, oh, very good. no. It, it could well be. We are going to do that. That's there quite you go. We are putting that on the heading. F1 does Eurovision, Eurovision and critical racing theory. Yes. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> the only reason is that very his wheel good, thought it had privilege and so it broke you're gonna get cancelled you're gonna get cancelled oh. well the funny thing is it was the control stick was the only it kept making things that turn right so it had right privilege you try to control the stick and you um, have suffered the consequences I, I, I have it's it wants reparations now so, yeah, all the sticks and all the wheels in the world, because it's you that did it. <laughs> Even if you didn't, you did. Ta -da. They'll all be kneeling down on the grids everywhere. You'll <laughs> never get on Star Wars. Jeez. There'll be an esports kneeling session for you. Let's, um, you know. <laughs> I thought when you said you were going to do an impression, you were going to do like I don't know an accent or something. I was trying to do a kind of Victoria Derbyshire. No, I was trying to do the Victoria Derbyshire. Well, how did that make you feel? The way oh, I don't. Oh, that has. Yeah, you can't use a fanatic can... wheel. Oh my God! <laughs> this one. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I, I will admit, I have. I didn't think I'd miss racing this much. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's horrible. I, you I, stream I, every day. I don't stream, I How can do, you? Well, you stream a lot. Two, two or three times a week. That's a uh, lot. It, it is, yeah. I, I've been furloughed for 16 months. I get bored. Well, I, I wasn't a criticism, Darren, in any way no, whatsoever. No, no, no. It was more just an observation that it seems pretty obvious you'd really love it. Yes, I, I, I do. I mean, I'm not very good at it, but I've got better. You're better than uh, me. I, I've never raised you. Exactly. There's no way I'm going on any of those things. We need to so get your PlayStation Plus membership so you can you can race online, Andrew, and then well, we'll get with you on there. the state of the way I race at the moment, where I'm vaguely on the on the track. I That's think. Right. That's what most not. of the drivers are like, anyway. Yeah, I know, and I've heard what everybody <laughs> says about them. No, because I don't, I don't know whether something's happened at the. Have they changed the penalty system or something on the slide and not told anyone? Because last week at Monza, the penalty system was a lot. Harsher. I think they have some uh, F1 stewards on it. Uh, it was a lot. There was a lot of penalties dished out last week. It seemed Did, a lot. Somebody different. mentioned something like that recently. I'm sh I'm sure something I've seen, and you know how little I watch because I'm, you know, me. Um, I'm sure somebody, which means it's got to be one of you lot, because has said something about this penalty system changing again, and again, and it being really yes, harsh. And was it, was it Latka, Latka that was from Taxi that was on last week? No one meant... He sounded like Latka from Taxi. He did. He just did. Oh, Valerio. Yeah, he was, yeah. Really, that was, he that was, was great. Good. But he still sounded like Latka. And he didn't say, pit stop. Pit stop. <laughs> I wanted him to say, pit stop. <laughs> and he didn't say... Because uh, people are asking him... I mean, Darren, I'm sure you asked a few times about... How do you feel? You know, the old F1, lazy F1 question. How do you feel about a winning, winning of the race? A pissed up. He was a very good at pissed up. Uh, and I am very happy. I mean, he's famous. John Lacey was famous for saying it. I'm a very happy. I'm a not a very happy. 
Come on, we're going to do it. Oh, that's yeah, classic. I could, Andrew, I could just pretend that you're John Alesi, and then I could say, look, I've got you on as a podcast only. And I don't know if I sound like John Alesi, because I can't remember what he sounds like. It was so long ago. I'll just talk about my vineyard. Hey, I, I've got a vineyard, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I used to be an F1 driver. Now I, I, I drove a Ferrari. I love a Ferrari. Uh <laughs> Well, he's French. He's French Italian. French Italian, oh, isn't he? French Italian. Yeah. French Italian. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll let you off. Uh, Corsican. Is it Corsican? Uh, uh, French Sicilian. How can you be French Sicilian? Sicilian. <laughs> <Just leaving. laughs> it must be a cross. Must be a half and half for them. Oh, oh breed. Right. No, okay. his mum is French and his father is Sicilian. Wine over the baby to baptize him. We got a Sicilian and we got olive oil and we got lots of butter. And here, you also, you've got to have a bit of garlic, though. We need some garlic because he's half French. So you need to baptize him with garlic and olive oil. We put first your saute, your saute. These um <laughs> these these are snails. It's got a oh. He's a first racing driver. Because we really messed up. Go go go. Well, the car salmon race driving show. Thankfully, it's not that one. It is that one. There's Eurovision and the car. The probably never want to come back. Oh. <laughs> Just figure out a Just a Just a little bit of a Just figured out the point system. We can do right. it like Eurovision. We can get Eurovision. We can get Eurovision. To, no, what, before you, you appeared in your car... Right, we were working out as the whole of F1 is now become like a school summer sports day where no one wins, everyone gets a certificate. So, because they were so brave turning up and yes. hopping down the track, yes, in the same way, uh, all the, the underprivileged millionaire racing drivers, uh, because they've turned up and they're very brave, very brave, they are all validated because some of them crossed the line and didn't blow up. So well, they should all equalise the points at the end of the. Yeah, you can't do that because then the how's the championship going to win? How are you going to win the championship? So you well, just do it the Eurovision way. Eurovision. It's 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 whoever produces the less carbon dioxide. So and then they just share the points. And then you give it to China. Their tops. Gotcha. Um, anyway, so they've got to equalise the points. <laughs> I. That's it. You say it's whoever cre creates the least carbon footprint, and then you give yeah. everything to China anyway. Brilliant exactly. idea. Well, on that cynical note, we'll, we'll, we'll get ready to... Cynical? What are you talking about? I, what do you think I, about um, Formula One doing a reverse grid? Yeah, because that's the thing in Silverstone in a couple of weeks' time, they're going to do this um, this extra Sprint race. Sprint. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite looking forward just to see how it yeah. works. Sprint race. Like, it's yes. not going to make any difference because the fastest drivers are going to be in front and yeah. the slower drivers are going to be at the back. Exactly. It's exactly the same as qualifying. It's almost what like racing. It, it really is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's an game. Extended qualifying to 100 kilometers. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Brilliant. 
There is one thing they could do. They could put Jason Plato in a car and see how many people he smashes into. Push to pass. Plato's push, push to pass. I learnt it from him. But it's punt to pass. Well, on that note, this show was only supposed to be 10 minutes long. As I know, it's much better 28 as to what as to what it's like to be an interviewer and having a show. But a big thanks to all our guests today. We have, of course, the one and only Darren Turner, who's coming from the west of England, there, thereabouts. We've got uh, pretty much no, though, because there's this kind of watery stuff called the Irish Sea, <laughs> and then there's this thing called Liverpool. That's why it was a port. It's quite famous, really. And then we've got Andrew Marr, all the way from another part of Britain. Just down the road. Exactly. And then we've just down the road. I could wave at him. Hold on. Who is moving as we speak to various parts. I'm in Edinburgh now. I'm just by Edinburgh University, by the the tower that used to be called the David Hume Tower, but the students were so triggered by David Hume, it's now called something else. So I'm now (laughs) triggering them by driving my large Ford Ranger around Edinburgh and emitting carbon dioxide. They all look very, very worried by it. <laughs> I met I met a geography student, right, in Edinburgh University who didn't know where he was and he had a big scarf. Talk about stereotype. It was fantastic. Because literally we were looking, I was going for an interview, and me and my wife and my ex-best mate um, from Scummy. Darren knows where that is. Um, Scummy? Yeah, Skelmsdale. Oh, Skelmsdale. Scam, yeah, but also <laughs> scummy. I've never heard it called scummy before. But, you know. Have you not really? I know plenty of people have. There was a lass who walked off from him when he told her that she was from Scam's house. She went, scummy, and just turned off and went off. Yes, well, yeah, I can not understand them all. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, anyway, and we just, we had, this student comes out of this building, geography building, and said, uh, excuse me, can you tell me where this department is? And he went, uh, I, don't, I don't really know. Uh, I'm like, you're already there. Was he drunk? No, he was a student. Most people in Scotland are usually drunk. He was what we call in my hometown of Loughborough a Scooby Doo student. A Scooby Doo. A Scooby Doo. We call students. Where I live is a Subaru Retza. Yeah, but this was way before Subarus existed in Britain. We're talking 70s and 80s. Jonathan had a few by that time, didn't you? 1976, the first Subaru came to Britain. Really? But they weren't called Scooby-Doo's, were they? We had 25 Subarus in our time. They didn't last very long. They just rusted (laughs) away. (laughs) Well, there's there's a note for another show. But... (laughs) There we go. Yeah, it was in the seventies, late seventies, throughout the eighties, into the nineties. Subarus, and I had an Impreza in the two thousands. So, you did, lots of Scooby Doo's. Yeah, yeah, racer. Well, on that note, Yobo, we end the show as we've got a restriction of half an hour here. Um, but um, it's been great to have you all on the show. Thank you very much for coming on board. Um, stay on the line as we finish. And for everyone who is watching and listening, all oh, the listening. That's right. I've made it to Edinburgh. I've made it. I'm, I can. Excellent. We as if the F1 does Eurovision. We will see you very soon. Take care, drive fast, and try not to crash. And you'll win the race at the first corner. Bye just now. Bye.